Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We are your host, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing in this quarantine period? Surviving like any of us can. By watching a crap ton of movies? Oh, yeah. All right, All right. so, yeah, obviously during this quarantine, we're watching a bunch of movies, catching up on, I guess, some of the few that actually made it released this year. Um, we're talking about one that we could have easily talked about about two months ago, but... Thanks to coronavirus, we just haven't gotten the time, but let's talk about Onward. It is the latest Pixar movie from Disney, and it's from the director that made Monsters University, and it shows uh, basically a suburban fantasy world. Basically, take imagine if magic was real, and while it disappeared, it never left, while the world actually developed into what you know as modern day. So you have modern technology and all that, but there is magic and creatures you know i mean our two main characters are elves themselves uh basically two brothers they lost their father to a illness uh the youngest brother never saw the father he was born after he died and then the older brother um has a few memories because he obviously was a few years old before he passed and uh for the was it the youngest one he's got a 16th birthday he's got a gift from the father uh which is a how would you call it a wizard I wouldn't want to say wizard. So, was it? Yeah, it was a wizard staff. Staff. Okay, I, I was trying to look for a word. I was going to say stick, and that just didn't sound right. They got the staff from the father to bring him back for a day. They kind of fucked that up, so they have 24 hours to get a stone, bring the rest of them back, and spend time with them. Pretty simple. Mike, what did you think of the movie? Well, overall, the movie was very well done. It's kind of a coming-of-age story, where the youngest brother is kind of figuring out who he wants to be in this world this world that he lives in um and to appreciate the things that's around him and you know this this story is basically him growing up in a nutshell and it is. that is that's seen further throughout the decisions he has to make throughout it how he handles himself because in the beginning he's very timid not confrontational doesn't really stand up for himself and throughout the movie he's constantly taking steps to grow and grow and grow whether it's fighting back to his his brother or you know kind of going against his mom's boyfriend or stepdad we're not really too sure about that one there but the big premise of uh this movie is obviously magic and how due to modern technology electricity stuff like that magic has basically become useless so all these magical creatures are forgetting their magical roots and that's a huge theme throughout the movie, whether it's the pixies no longer know how to fly because they stopped using their wings. So they really haven't flown. They just drive normal sized motorcycles everywhere in groups. Or how a, uh, a famous manticore becomes a restaurant owner. Yep. Or how their stepdad slash mom's boyfriend is, uh, what's that, a, a man manitar? A minotaur, yeah. Yeah, he's a minotaur, but he uses a car. Can and run 70 never... miles an hour. Drives a Bronco. And they never show you really him getting in or out of that car too much because I don't think the logistics of it really makes much sense. I tried to think about it and it hurt my head. It, it did because he's obviously standing while he's driving, but it's it's a normal like police SUV. Yeah, like is, the, is, is his back it's... legs and tail like in the back seat, in the trunk... Yeah, but then if you have a prisoner, what do they Yeah, have? and 
you know, how does he get in? Does he go back end first? Does he get in through the trunk? Is it a minivan door, right? Where he can just go in one way, but it doesn't look like that. No, and how does he get out? Does he back out again, or does he go, like... Yeah. So these are the top questions of this movie right here. But overall, I like the movie. It was very well done. It really hits home the importance of family, especially during this troubling time that we are all in. Yeah, I, I agree with you for the most part. I think it's a well-done film. I think that uh, we will go into spoilers in a few minutes because the, I guess, the twist of the movie for me is what made it a okay Pixar movie into a really good Pixar movie. But like you said, the honestly, I think for the most part, I liked every single character that was here. I liked both, bro- both brothers, uh, played by Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Um, when they went on their quest, uh, I really appreciated mom. This is not a mom that was trying to ruin the trip, that was trying to sabotage them. She didn't understand. She's like, I'm here to protect you. I'm here to make sure you get your quest done so you can see your father one more time. Oh, uh, that wasn't initially. It, it turned into that. It turned into yeah, that. It turned and into that. I never got the mind that she wanted to stop it. She was just afraid they would get hurt. Yeah. And then at the end, obviously, she went all out to make sure it could happen. But I never felt like she wasn't supportive of them. I think when she figured out what they were doing from the Manticore, that, yeah, she wanted to get to them. But I never got the feeling that she was there to, oh, I got you. You're not going to go see your father now. You're not going to try. The pixies you brought up, they were they were hilarious. Got to be honest. The biker pixies? I didn't, <laughs> that's not something I expected. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, but like e- e- even the most annoying character I found was the, uh, the boyfriend uh, character. Even then, it was like a cheesy bad with his jokes. Like, you know, you're working hard, hardly working kind of thing. But then he also had a little bit of depth. Like, he's trying to try and be a good father to them, even though they're nice kids. And, you know, his struggle a little bit with that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good up until the end uh, where it became great. I guess we'll talk about it now is that, for me, the twist is not... It's a movie about father, like, father, like father-son relationship. But it's a movie about... Like, brothers. Like, it's a brother's movie at its core. Yeah, absolutely. What did you think of the twist? Specifically, I saw uh, that's kind of my biggest... Okay, well, go into it. Because I enjoyed the twist. The the scene where what's the name? Ian realizes that, you know, Barley I kind of knew that was going to happen pretty early on, because in the beginning of the film, Ian makes a list of all the things he wants to do with his dad, have a heart to heart, have a catch, this and that. And throughout the movie, you're seeing him do all of those things with his brother. And so it's like, all right, well, this is going to come up definitely because he's doing every single thing on the list with his brother. At some point, he's going to be like, oh, my God, I had a father figure all this time. And it was my brother who was always looking out for me, always helping me, embarrassing me when, you know, that's pretty much what dads do a lot. So. When that kind of came, I wasn't overly surprised, and it wasn't too much of a twist. But I did like how, you know, Ian was like, you know what, you need the better memory to leave off with dad than I do, because I've already had a dad. Agreed. I mean, I guess I didn't pay too much attention to the book with the notes in the beginning, but you you are right. Like if you if you pay attention to those notes, you know, it's like you know when they uh, you know when they dance, and then when obviously they are. Uh, th- thrown around, you know, Cheetos, like, having a catch, like you said, like, 
he is fulfilling the list, even if he didn't know it. But yeah, having having, having also the yeah, it's his brother. But I really did like the how he chose not to see his father because if this was a you know standard movie, obviously he would be the one to do it because he never saw his father. Right? That's a classic yeah. thing. That's his driving motivational force mm-hmm. was to meet his father. But logically, it makes sense. He never saw the father. He has no emotional weight or connection with the father. However, Barley did. Barley never said goodbye. And now he has that chance to. So I thought that was a nice turn, uh, a nice uh, different ending than I was expecting, especially for like a Disney Pixar movie. Um, I guess you could say that's the Pixar magic for that ending. Because I feel a regular Disney movie just would have done the uh, classic they both see him or the younger one sees him. So the the older brother has to, you know, he makes his peace without without doing that. Yeah. Um, was there anything else you didn't like about the movie? Yeah, I know they said that, you know, the spell only worked once. But why is that? We got no reason to why that is or why they can't do it again. And that is true. Spell, and that if is the true. spell was fully complete and they did it again, technically shouldn't it have reset the entire day. Or because why not they- just wait till sunset and then body disappears next day, full stone, do it properly. Yeah, but then again, it, you know, they told, oh, yeah, it can only happen once, but they never explained why that is or how that is. Because, you know, what spells, you know, are only done once. Like, so that could have been a little bit more explaining, could have made it more clear why it's so important that it's only the one shot they have. Yeah. Like, I understand it can, if it can only happen so often because that stone is so rare. Like, that's a reasonable explanation. Years, like. Yeah. But, it, yeah, I mean, I understand they needed to put pressure on the characters to move but yeah they, they, there should have been something a loophole or a concrete detail like why can it only happen like is it once per per soul right so you can use the stone again for someone else but you can't bring back that same person like just something yeah i guess one thing i i would say i didn't like was i i, I found honestly well i do like the ending the third act really raises the movie the first hour or so is kind of just, eh. Like, the things are fine, but it felt very by the book. And the setting is nice. It makes it a bit unique, but not not that unique. Yeah, agreed. Like, obviously, okay, the younger brother. Okay, obviously, he's nervous. He fucks up everything he tries to do for the list. Like like you said, you mentioned the list. Um, So we're just going through the motion of that. Okay, the older brother, you know. He's wearing a denim jacket. He doesn't have a job, so obviously he's a screw-up. You know, but his knowledge about medieval stuff turns out to be very useful. It's just the plot. Yeah. Because someone owns a denim jacket, they're a screw-up, Tyler? No, but, you know, he's dressed to look like that. The denim jacket, uh, 20 different pins on the front of it. It's like he plays Dungeons & Dragons all day, dedicates a table to it. That's a fact. Um, The fact that 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 band was like ha- like a step away from death every five minutes. So yeah, like the ending is powerful. The ending is what makes it like that Pixar special. But to get there, we have very standard characters. We have uh, standard uh, movie beats to get there. And, you know, could have been a bit more unique in that sense. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Okay. I mean, well, was there anything else you liked, disliked uh, before we go into... Final thought, final thoughts? No, honestly, I think I touched on everything I had to say about the movie. Okay. And, I mean, look, you know, it feels like I'm kind of crapping on it a little bit there. But, honestly, 
Um, this is honestly a really good movie to watch during these times. Um, if you got family or you know you're just looking for something to watch, it is a good time to watch. It's definitely a fun time. You know, just under two hours. It's a quick watch, and uh, I would give it my recommendation. I'd say it's worth a watch. Mike, would you give it a watch? Absolutely. I mean, let's be serious. There's nothing really else new to watch in this. Um, and, you know, every watch does help this movie out because this movie really got the downside of the coronavirus. This could have been a very successful movie for Disney, but it turned out to be pretty much a flop when it comes to earnings-wise because of the virus. It had, what, maybe I mean, a week in theaters, it, if it that? Had a solid, it had solid two week in theaters, but the issue was literally the opening weekend was when it started to spread in America. So first weekend, parents were already starting to pull back their kids from going out much, which killed it. You're right about that. And I actually did pull up the numbers for you. Total box office worldwide is $103 million before everything shut down. The budget is reported as Wikipedia. So it's a wide range, but 175 to $200 million. And that does not include marketing. That's uh, not good numbers. No, it is not. It is um, a flop, an unworthy flop at that. Now, it did make, I think it did make quite a bit of money when it first came out on uh, like iTunes, like uh, premium digital, because uh, that was a $20 buy. But then like two weeks later, Disney released it on Disney Plus. So I don't know. I think they just took it. Yeah, that, that really fudges the numbers for it. Because unfortunately, Disney's going to lose off on the box office of the movie. But on the other hand, they might coerce people into subscribing for Disney+. Plus. Honestly, for Disney+, Plus, that has been their uh, main drive the past two months. Uh, besides Onward, they sped up the release of Frozen 2, Star Wars Episode 9, and they have now pulled Artemis Fowl from theatrical release for streaming service, for their streaming service. So clearly that is the move right now, and it's working. Quarterly numbers just came out. They have 54 million subscribers, paying $7 a month. So it's definitely like... This definitely they, they took a loss. Like I said, they definitely took a loss on this movie. But it being on D- Disney Plus may help them long term with the growth of the service, which may help. Yes. But yeah, I, def- I definitely don't see like a uh, I don't see a sequel for this movie. Yeah, which is unfortunate. I mean, it is. who knows? Disney might be like, you know what? It kind of deserves it, even though it had a very rough run. I mean, I would like to. The we movie. got three Cars movies. Yeah. I mean, this movie would have been extremely profitable. I can't stress that enough. If the coronavirus never happened. Oh, there was no pandemic fears. Easily four or five hundred million dollars worldwide would have made a mo- made, would have made a profit. Another successful Disney movie. But that's a lot of, that's a lot it's one of the many what ifs for the, for movies this year. It is. Alright, so if anyone has any thoughts about Onward, hopefully they have watched it and uh, hopefully they have good thoughts, but if they didn't like it as well, where can they let us know? Well, as always, they can let us know on our Instagram, send us a direct message, post a comment under our latest post, which you liked and didn't like about the film. You can also check out our YouTube channel, which we add to pretty regularly. Got a lot of stuff on there. And our Facebook page is now fully operational. So if you want to come down, give us a few watches on there. Feel free. You have three different ways of letting us know what you like, didn't like. And hey, what do you guys want to hear us talk about next? We all got the free time.
Yeah, that's the only thing we do have right now. What we don't have is a new list of movies coming out. So, yeah, if you have any recommendations, please let us know. We'll think about it, we'll watch it, and we'll talk about it, obviously. But that'll be it for this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. As always, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.